This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. I'm your host, Nikki Lanigan. And while I am on break this summer from recording new episodes, my podcast will live on playing some of my favorite episodes from the past four seasons. My podcast will pick back up in August with all new content, new guests, new episodes. I'm so excited for things to come. Please all have a happy healthy and safe summer and i hope you enjoy episodes i pick to re-release replay maybe they're new to you maybe it's something that you've already listened to but you pick up some new things please dm me with your favorite takeaways from the episodes Please share them with people you think will benefit from it. Leave a rating and review if you feel so called to do so. And again, guys, always remember to take care of yourself. Put on your oxygen mask first and have a really happy, healthy, and safe summer again. Thank you, guys. Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. On today's episode of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, I am joined by guest Lisa Javido. She is one of my yoga instructors and a yogi mentor of mine. Lisa is a 500-hour yoga teacher. She is a Reiki master, certified health and life coach. She is the owner of Lisa Javido Yoga and Wellness. Lisa is also a dedicated She is very dedicated to sharing the mind-body-spirit connection through her yoga and wellness practices. She has received her 200-hour certification through OM Yoga in New York City in 2005 and completed her 500 hours with Timmy Howard. Lisa is also certified in restorative yoga and yin yoga. Her goal is to make yoga accessible to everybody offering fun, energetic classes that motivate, guide, and support each individual. She believes our bodies are constantly talking to us, and the most beautiful thing to observe is the body telling its story through yoga. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good morning, Fit, Fun, and Frazzled listeners. Our guest today is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on. Well, thank you for asking me. This is fun. Um, I'm going to tell the listeners a little bit um, backstory. So Lisa is one of my yoga mentors. She, her and I, well, I used to teach, I used to, first I met her being a student at a yoga studio and she was my teacher. And then I did some of her programs and she's just an amazing lady. So I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, sure. Um, well, I'm married. Um, I have a wonderful husband. His name is Greg. 
I have two stepchildren, um, Joey and Amy. Uh, Joey will be 24. Amy, she'll be 20. Um, let's see, what else? I'm the youngest of five kids. I grew up in Vermilion, graduated from Vermilion. I owned a hair salon in Sandusky for 25 years. I did hair for 30 years. It seems like a long time. <laughs> uh, see here. I started teaching yoga in 2004. And then from there, it just kind of organically happened that I went into um, Reiki and got certified for Reiki. And next thing you know, I did a whole program on um, health and life coaching. And that just kind of snowballed and kept adding in, you know, to my wheelhouse. And here I am. That's awesome. Yeah. So how did you come to discover and start practicing yoga? Well, that's a funny story because um, I really didn't think that, I should say, back in 1994, right around there, there were no yoga studios. I um, had a hair salon in Sandusky and I started having um, panic attacks prior to that. I mean, bad, bad panic attacks to where I couldn't, um, I couldn't function. Mm -hmm. So hard for me to go to the grocery store and they just came out of nowhere. Like, I mean, I know where they came from now, but at the time, at that time, anxiety um, was not a buzzword like it is now, right? We use anxiety in every sentence, you know? And so I didn't know what was happening to me. I honestly, if I'm being truthful, thought um, I had a mental illness and I was scared because um, that runs in my family. And um, so I didn't tell anybody because I was afraid to hear that. So at one point I um, was having a hard time working. I I couldn't get through the day. So I went to the doctors and he was like, oh, you have anxiety. And I was like, okay, well, what is that? And what do I have to do? You know? So he um, prescribed me medication and told me to go to a therapist. And which, you know, I've been to therapy, love therapy, recommend it very highly. Um, So I went and he said, you should try yoga. And I just remember my first response was, I don't do yoga. I go to the gym. Like, it's not going to do yoga. Like, who does yoga? Like, what's that going to do? And he said, and I think that you should try meditation. And, you know, my brain goes a mile a minute. I had 10 balls in the air. So I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, anxiety doesn't allow you to um, pause. It just it nonstop, it takes over and controls your brain and your body. And it's really hard to function, right? It's hard to hold a conversation. It's hard to get through the day. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, I'll try because I can't live like this. So I went to the library right after that. And I got a video, which I think it was Rodney Yee, Beginner's Yoga. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm positive. And then I got a, um, an audio tape, a DVD and audio tape. So it tells you how long ago it was, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> of guided meditation. And I remember I went home and I did, I did the Rodney Yee. And there was a moment in that video that it was the first time that I ever felt my body. Like, really felt my body and then right after that I did the guided meditation and I also had that that moment of pause where 
I didn't feel the anxiety. And I was like, oh my God, like it's possible not to feel this all the time. Like it, it just right. gave me a glimmer of hope, right? So then I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna do this every day because that's my personality. Um, and I just really, I started doing meditation every single day and um, I started doing yoga every day. And it just, uh, it changed everything. And my anxiety started to subside. And I mean, to take it a little further, I, my first self-help book I ever read was um, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And mm-hmm. affirmations um, were everything to me. So I yeah. would eat affirmations all day long. I mean, like insane all day. While I was cutting hair, I was repeating affirmations in my head. I would get done. I would write them in my journal, pages and pages and pages. I would repeat the same one over and over. I love myself. I love myself. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. You know, I'm free from anxiety. And um, I had like boxes of journals that I would just keep writing and keep writing. And that, um, it, it just, it literally changed my life. It transformed everything, you know? And then I added yeah. on to you know, the yoga um, makes you makes you want to take better care of yourself. I, it brings such an awareness to your body that you've never. It really does. And so I found somebody on the east side of Cleveland. Now, mind you, I lived in Sandusky. So I drove an hour and 20 minutes to take a yoga class that was not at a yoga studio. It was at like a, it was a high rise apartment building right across from um, mm-hmm. Good Place, which okay. it, it was Cleveland Yoga the owner of Cleveland oh, Yoga and the okay, owner, of- yeah. right. So, um, they were together. And so I went in there not knowing anything and the, it was packed. I mean, packed. And I did not know what Chaturanga was. I was like, and the class was fast and hot. And I was just like looking at the person next to me the whole time. And I was like, Oh my God, what are they doing? And I got done. And I was like, that was the best thing ever. I'm coming back yeah. again. And then I realized when I was walking out, I didn't, I wasn't anxious. It was gone. Like I didn't feel anything except for, Mm -hmm. and I was hooked. Yeah. Story short. (laughs) That that's kind of how it started. Yeah. That's how your classes were. I remember being like, what was that? What is that? But it was amazing. (laughs) But you have the same thing, like to like, let things go too. It's not just like power, power, you make us think. And that is amazing. And I love it. And I miss your classes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But you, I read that book too. And you, I forgot you recommended that book um, to me too. And it got me into affirmations as well. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of leading to the next um, question I have for you. So you're also um, a life coach and I did your 22 day mind, body and spirit detox program. Yes. Um, How did that come about you making that program? You know, honestly, it came about so organically and that's Mm -hmm. how you know something is right. You know, that you should be doing something is when um, it just happens. So I was just thinking one day, like, you know, I had all these people talk to me about anxiety and um, depression and just different situations they were going through. And people would say, you know, well, how did you get through it? So I created the program of every single thing that I did personally on a daily basis to overcome anxiety. And that's really how it came about because I, 
I, you know, I journaled, I meditated, I did the affirmations, I changed my Mm -hmm. diet, I researched everything there was about dieting, I went to plant based seminars, I just did everything. And so I just created that program that was super easy to follow. And by gathering a group together, which, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't think, oh, this is just for ladies or this is just for men, but it ended up being, you know, like some of the programs have had a lot of men in them and it like changed them also, which, you know, Mm -hmm. as women get that, you know, and so that's how it started and it just kind of snowballed and it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I enjoyed it. The connection is great. Yeah. With all the, everybody in the group that that's what just made you know, my heart so full is to really see the connection and the love and the friendships that came out of those groups. Mm-hmm. It was so, so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know you're also a Reiki practitioner and I've had the pleasure of going to you a few times. Um, one time, I remember this one time and this is kind of ironic because I have a slipped and herniated disc right now again but I went to you the one time and I don't think I told you and you told me after um I was done that you felt a bunch of white or you saw a bunch of or you you felt heat and then you saw white light like at the area that was hurt and I was like that's so crazy and then I told you about it but um can we talk a little bit about um Reiki now how you got into it and Um, Yeah, sure. I got into Reiki because um, I had a client. um, She became my client, like, gosh, I want to say I was 20 years old. Yeah, maybe 20 years old we met. Um, Her name is Carol Spurrier, and she's my Reiki master. And she had been a medium for a long time, long time. And it runs in her family. And she's also a Reiki master. And every time she would come in to get her hair done, she would like, read for me like not even me asking I'm like stop it stop it stop it you know and it she just really intrigued me a lot and mm-hmm. she was she's so sweet and so special and I um she's still I mean a very very good friend to me and mentor to me and um the more we talked about Reiki she would always say you know that you can do this you know that you do this already right and I'm like no you know like I, I just didn't really get that part of the healing aspect and the hands-on and Mm -hmm. so um I started with her we did um you know Reiki one and Reiki two and then I waited quite a while and then I did Reiki three and then I did my master's with her also and um yeah I and I've worked on people like I worked on my stepdaughter when she was six years old um I've worked on other kids too and I've worked on people you know in their 80s and it's just it's magical every time and it blows my mind every time. Um, And I think everybody can benefit from it. Everybody can benefit Mm -hmm. from taking Reiki one actually, because you learn all the hand placements for yourself and for others. So it's just a, it's an amazing healing modality. Yeah, it is. I need to get certified in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to do for your kids too, because it seems like so many, so many kids. And I have so many clients now that are in their early twenties, which is amazing and great and wonderful. I love that because, um, to, 
have the experience that the 20 year olds are having today, I mean, would have changed everything for me, right? In hindsight. Yeah. But it just seems like that anxiety word is just like everywhere. And to have anxiety when you're, you know, eight and 10 and it's just, it really hurts my heart. Like, I don't, I don't want you to have anxiety. Like, I don't want you to feel that, you know? Yeah. It's just sad sometimes. And so if I can help with that, then, you know, I just, I want to be that facilitator. Right. That's both of my kids. They're 10 and 13 and they have anxiety. They get like anxiety about, I mean, my, well, my youngest has it like, um, well, I don't want to get into this on the the podcast with her and embarrass her, but, um, uh, they have, and a lot of their friends, they worry so much about their grades now at such a young age and keeping up a 4.0 grade point average and the colleges they're already getting wanting to get into and they're 13. I'm like, what? It's just so much pressure they put on themselves today. Yeah. Well, yeah. And social media and the internet, you know, Mm -hmm. exactly. Big culprit. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was, going through your website and I saw something new you have, and I'm really intrigued and interested. Um, what is your new body love workout? Well, you know, that also happened organically. (laughs) (laughs) My, my whole mantra now is I only do things that bring me joy. That's my Mm -hmm. new one. Um, if it doesn't bring me joy, I, the answer is no. Yeah. Sorry. I just think that life is too short and I've learned a lot of lessons during COVID and the beginning of COVID before it started, um, February 14th, I started a, uh, supplemental detox with my functional medicine doctor, Dr. Sarah Perry. She's amazing at inspired chiropractic. Um, I had been in pain for three years, constant pain. And, uh, it was just getting worse and I couldn't practice yoga. I really couldn't do anything to be honest with you, couldn't do anything. So I, when I met her, um, I knew instantly that she could help me. And this was after like, I went through 50 some rounds of physical therapy. I went through, you know, specialists, three specialists. And all they wanted to do is give me drugs or shoot me up with stuff, you know? And I, I said, no, you know, cause I had this gut feeling, you know, that it's something more, it's something deeper that they're not touching on. Right. So, um, Dr. Sarah, um, and I worked together and she knew like right away, she's like, you know, we need to get to the root, you know, we can do this. And so we did this supplementation, um, programs where it detoxified my entire gut because what we found out was, um, I had no good bacteria left in my gut. And it's so funny because as she would say on the outside, I look really healthy you know, I I eat right. I exercise, you know, I do all the right things, but the one thing that, um, I was doing was I was taking, we figured out maybe three to 400 Advil a year, maybe more, um, because I was in pain. So in order to go to work, I would eat Advil. When I would get home, I'd be tired. I would take Advil. I'd wake up in the middle of the night because I would have pain. I eat Advil. So the Advil Mm -hmm. bacteria in my gut and it was causing, you know, not to get into it, but neurotransmitters would shoot out through my body, through your gut. 
your second brain, and it would shoot pain everywhere. It was crazy. So um, not being able to do anything. And then after we went to that detox, then she rebuilt my gut back up. But during this process, COVID hit. And it was kind of a lifesaver to me because my world stopped. And that's what yeah. I needed. I needed to just stop and take a step mm -hmm. back and really find out what does bring me joy and what is going to heal me and ask myself some serious questions. And so I started simply with foam rolling and I realized how much that foam rolling was helping me is something by Lauren Roxborough. I think that's what her last name is. Um, and it started working with my myofascia and really, um, letting go because we hold so much emotion in our body and in our tissues. And so I needed mm -hmm. to start releasing some really deep emotional stuff. So I started with that. And then I went into rebounding um, because simply because I couldn't do other things and rebounding is so gentle on the body, but it's amazing for your lymphatic system, you know, for your circulation. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's great for, you know, it stimulates everything in your entire body. Right. There's a whole list of um, the whole list of all the benefits on my website if you want to check it out. Um, yeah. So I started doing that, and then I just started incorporated um, some Yin yoga, some restorative yoga, and of course I meditate every day. I have been for years, um, and so that's kind of how it started. Because then I would have people like contact me and say, and then I stopped social media. I completely went off social media for like six months. And um, I noticed that I like, I think I texted you once. I'm like, how are you doing? Like, yeah, a I lot wanted to check on you. Hi. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know what, if, if I'm going to take care of myself and I want to make positive changes and I want to feel good, I, I don't want distractions. I don't want any right. distractions. I want to focus on me for the first time in my life and um, really take a deep dive into what's mm -hmm. going on. You know, I, I want to go take a yoga class. I, I want to go golfing with my husband. You know, I, I want to do simple things and I couldn't do them. So I just committed myself and I'm like, I'm going to do this. And right. so that's how it started. And then people would contact me and say, oh my God, I have this pain. And I'm like, oh my God, me too. Like it, it was, it was divinely guided. People were divinely guided and spirit had set that up for me. Um, no matter, you know, what you call it, God, universe, spirit, it doesn't matter. Right. But, you know, I set that intention out there and people were just attracted to that energy. And so I started helping people with that. I, and again, I was just doing what I did to make myself feel better because, you know, you can only teach what you know and know what you teach. Yeah. Right. Because mm -hmm. they're bullshit. That's a, it's just right. Yeah. So that's what I did. And that's how it came about. And yeah, I always think the I best that you do are things that you don't have to work so hard at. Like, don't use that word hard. Like if it's hard, then don't do it. Hard does not bring you joy. Right. Yeah. You know, we it's have true. To yeah. that mentality of, oh, it's so hard. Well, then don't do it, mm -hmm. you know, or just change your perception of it. Why are you doing it? If it's so hard then ask yourself, why are you doing it? Yeah. You know, you kind of, I was gonna, you kind of touched on this though. I was, um, how has your practice and teaching shifted with COVID? Well, last night was my first public class and mm -hmm. like, 
I felt a joy inside of me that I have not felt like forever. It feels Aww. like, yeah, it was, it was so nice to feel the energy and to see the faces and just to sweat and flow and playing music. And it, it was just amazing. And um, it's so hard for me because I'm a hands-on teacher. Yeah. So hard for me not to do hands-on assist. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, just a ton of verbal cueing, which I also love, but, you know, hands-on, we forget it's not just about assisting. There's people that never get touched. Yeah. You know, and if they can just get touched a few times in yoga, it really changes everything for them. And mm -hmm. so we forget about that aspect of it. So um, my personal practice um, with COVID, like I said, it um, kind of really went from, I still do rolling. I still do all of that. Um, my meditation has gotten a lot stronger. Um, my spiritual practice is a lot stronger. Um, still practicing a lot, but I, I practice with um, a deeper sense of awareness now, I guess, for my body. Right. Yeah. Don't take it for granted. That's for sure. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, my dog just knocked down my diffuser. That's what that loud noise was. <laughs> um, so you have owned a hair salon. You own your own yoga and wellness business. Um, are there any tips or advice you can give other people wanting to go or have a dream of entrepreneurship? Um, absolutely. One, research, 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 right? Um, when I have my hair salon, and that's another thing that organically happened, mm -hmm. <laughs> really, really did. I asked at that time I was managing a hair salon for a family and I, and I was on salary and I asked for a $25 a week raise and, um, they said, no. And I was just like, really? Like I never asked for anything. I worked so hard, you know, yeah. things. And I realized, well, I'm not really that happy here, you know? So, um, at that time there was a space, um, I was married previously in, um, in a space in a building with a pizza house. And my ex-husband said, well, just open a one chair salon there. And I was like, okay. So I put it all on a credit card and I said, you know, what the hell let's do this. And I opened my yeah. own salon and, you know, a few years later I added another chair and then I, you know, had three chairs and, and it was good. It was great. I loved it. I love, love, love all my clients. They're amazing. Um, and the thing is to, with entrepreneurship is to always, always be kind, be compassionate, um, put your customer first, put your client mm -hmm. first and just listen, you know, just really listen. Um, and like I said, don't use that word hard. You know, if it's hard, like my first, um, place of employment then it's not right you know it should flow naturally yeah uh yeah. surround yourself with positive people surround yourself with people um you know search out people that have done what you want to do and talk to them right because 
sometimes something looks so nice on the outside, right? It's all shiny and you're like, oh, I want to do that. But you don't realize yes. what, what it takes to do that. Do you really mm -hmm. want to do that every day? Because it's a lot of work when it comes to, yeah. um, you know, the everyday things you got to check off your list. Is that something that's going to bring you joy or not? You know, and if it's, if it doesn't bring me joy, like my computer and technology brings me no joy, <laughs> um, then somebody just magically came into my life recently and took that over for me. And I, and I love her. Oh, her nice. Yeah, her name's Jessie and she's just, she's fabulous. And I just um, tell her what I want and she makes it happen. So, you know, so I surround myself with people that um, better me too. Yeah. You know, and transitioning from the hair salon to the yoga business, um, I kind of knew that was happening. So what mm -hmm. I did set myself up. So while I was still cutting hair, I went and got certified for the health and life coaching. Like I did that all on the side and felt secure enough in that area. So I was just kind of, you know, adding things to my wheelhouse as I went. Mm -hmm. And then, so I knew I could transition smoothly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you're working on currently? Oh, I'm so excited because this is a dream come true. I am doing a, um, teaching a 200 hour yoga teacher training with, um, my very, very dear friend, Julie Schlemmer. She owns, um, it used to be called the Atma Center in Cleveland Heights. It's now called the Lotus Flower. And we are doing it there. And we actually did our teacher training together. That's how we met. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I love her. I have so much respect for her. She's crazy smart and fun and kind and loving and compassionate. And I'm, I'm lucky, lucky to be with her. So oh, good. Yeah. Um, how can people get in touch with you and work with you? Um, you can go to my website. It's lisajohnvito.com and Instagram is also Lisa John Vito. and Facebook. Same thing. Lisa John Vito. <laughs> I'll yeah. leave all of this in the show notes also. So people can um, see it and then reach out and follow you on social media. Yeah. Great. Yes, um, and Thank you for coming on. And I would love to have you back again in the future talking about other things and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Nikki, so much for even asking me to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening and enjoying and tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in this week to this latest episode of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it like it, subscribe to the channel, and have a beautiful and lovely day.